0: Hi everyone, welcome to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, the daily podcast where we are talking about the 1991 live action Turtles sequel, The Secret of the Ooze, one fantastic minute at a time. I am your host, Scott Tofty. with me as always here. Uh, on the show, per usual, every time. Every time I'm doing this, they're doing this with me. It's Chris O'Connor. Uh, Scott, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Rachel Gatlin.
1: Hi. And Adam Sheehan.
0: Hello.
2: Hello. 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 Stop it. Getting uncomfortable.
0: um, Joining us for Minutes 56... 57 and 58 this Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Uh, very special guest from the comic book podcast Page Turners. Ladies and gentlemen, a wound round, Jesus Christ, a <laughs> warm round of applause. Uh, That's right. I've done this before. For Mr. Kevin De Cristofano. Thank you so much. Uh, it's, I'm really glad to be here. Thank you guys for having me. We're really happy to have you here. Uh, you could have so, said round of sound like on all that they used to say. That's right, around a sound Uh, Remember the show Roundhouse? Yes I do
1: I remember the theme song more than the actual show
0: And the guy was in like a a
3: chair that he drove around Yeah,
2: it was like (laughs) an easy chair that was (laughs) remote controlled Can
3: you
0: sing the theme song for us? No No. No. Wow, you didn't even let me finish the question (laughs) All right, never mind (laughs) Can you? Absolutely not No No. Did it go like this? Did it go like, down at the
1: roundhouse? Yeah, that was the end of it
4: (laughs) Okay I think. That's all I've never I heard of it. that show before in my life. Wow. <laughs> I was thinking of the uh, movie Sidekicks.
1: Down at the sidekicks. Now, roundhouse was like... Um,
2: it had nothing the, to do with Roundhouse Kicks. No, it was like the, no. the tween no answer to
1: SNL. Okay. But it was
2: like singing and dancing.
1: Yeah. Well, oh, okay. It was like SNL and... um.
2: So not
0: quite li- all that. Ling-
1: Living Color? In Living Color? Sort yes. of?
0: It was like a more hip Mickey Mouse Club, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: With that Nickelodeon um, well, edge. Well, anyway,
0: <laughs> that that has nothing to so do with slime. any of this. Lots of slime. But Kevin, like I said, comes to us from Page Turners. Kevin, tell us a little bit about this podcast of yours.
3: Well, it's, it's a lot like the Movies by Minute format where we break down comic book story arcs one issue at a time. We... Don't upload five days a week, so I commend you guys on that. I can see how, <laughs> how crazy a schedule that must be. We upload about twice a week. Um and yeah, we've we've done a lot. We've had Adam on for a Ninja Turtles storyline, Turtles in Time.
2: Yeah. And
3: we we actually are on hiatus right now. So if you want to catch up before our new season starts, we just the last story we did was the Dark Phoenix saga. Ah. And Ooh. just in time for the movie. Yeah. And we are We we try to we try to keep it stories that are like under twelve issues because we did Maximum Carnage once and it took forever. So again, I don't know. (laughs) I I commend you guys on doing all the minutes of a movie because twelve was too much or fourteen was too much for us.
0: (laughs) I feel like I need to listen to your show just because I need the education of those story arcs, but I don't necessarily want to buy all the comic books.
3: Yeah, we we encourage people to read along. It's it's we try to have it be like a book club, but you you don't need to. Like it's not we explain. We try to explain the um, story of each issue before we analyze it.
4: Mm. it yeah, Scott fun. and I kind
2: of dipped our feet into that with uh, the first issue, the first episode of back issues. It's it's rough. It's tough. Like, like it's not to, easy. To, to kind of try to follow the story from start to finish and not just kind of talk about it. I, I like to
0: think of our show as
2: the hot mess of comic book co- podcasts. Yeah, we're still <laughs> finding a
1: format.
3: <laughs> I try to help the fact that podcasting is an audio-only medium by... Uh, I have an Instagram, MST3Kevin, where I upload like anything <laughs> we specifically mentioned visually. So so hey, people can follow there.
0: Well... <laughs> Kevin, how do you uh how how do the Ninja Turtles permeate your life? You were you're a member of our Facebook listener group. That's sort of how we got to know you. One You've of the been most very, active. <laughs> I was going to say one of the most active, very vocal members. Uh, <laughs> I a tell lot of downtime at work is. is what that tell is. Tell us your your <laughs> turtles' history. What brought you to the Ninja Turtles?
3: I actually, it's one of those things where I don't remember a time in my life where there wasn't turtles. I, I was born in 1984 and i was actually born the same day as the turtles believe it or not i didn't know what? that i didn't know that until recently but i was a huge turtles fan and then they put out all that stuff for the 30th anniversary and i'm like oh i'm 30 years old and i bought the the turtle history book and in the book is a copy of the pamphlet they sent out to promote the comic saying like Ninja Turtle uh, premiering the first issue of Ninja Turtles at this comic convention, May 5th, 1984. That's the day I was born. That's (laughs) awesome. So I'm like, oh my God. Uh, You know, I never knew I had that connection, but um, yeah, it's, it's just one of those things. I've always followed it, watched all the shows, collected all the books. I actually have every, I have every, with the exception of like a few, random like spots they popped up in other people's comics. I have every issue of Ninja Turtles and read them regularly.
0: Wow. Nice. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. I, I feel like I remember very early on when you joined our Facebook group, were you the person that mentioned that you had wanted to do this podcast?
3: Yes. It, when I first heard of the Movies by Vince, uh formula, I, I was going to, but I couldn't find anyone else to do it with me at the time. And now my co-host from Page Turners and I are kicking around the idea of possibly doing Ernest Minute where we go through the Ernest. <laughs> <meetings>. Oh, <laughs> man. man. Nice. Yeah. Oh, no. if,
2: if, there's, if there's a franchise that deserves the minute by minute format, there's so much to analyze. Oh, no. I just can't
0: wait to hear you describe Jim Varney's faces. <laughs> 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 Ernest, can ask Vern
3: if he knows what he means. <laughs>
0: I am I'm happy to have you on. I hope that this is you know it's it's not it's like it's like getting the fun part of the show without doing all the work. you know you get to be on for a few minutes, talk about turtles, get all your thoughts out and you don't have to edit any of it. So you know welcome to the team.
3: <laughs> I, I edit my own podcast so I know what you're going through. like all I right. said I could not do five a week.
0: <laughs> well, let's get talking about minute 56 here. Minute 56 starts where uh, the last minute ended. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> With uh, Professor Perry finishing his little fantastic. And uh, it ends just as Professor Perry uh, is about to explain uh, origin stuff to Donatello.
4: So let's get into it. Yeah, th- this this moment where you know you get the, the the music like swelling, the lights coming on and they're showing them around, it just it makes me feel like they're getting ready for a sleepover. <laughs> I, I
3: wrote that it looked. It reminded me of that scene in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the pure imagination mm. moment. Yeah. The music kind of s-
0: reminds me of it a lot too. Well, I've said a couple times this specific music cue really like hits me in the feels. Uh, I think this, out of all the turtle th- music from the, the first movie, in this one, and then going into the third one, from what I remember of it, this might be the prettiest musical theme of all the films, and I'm I'm equating it to uh, John Williams' Princess Leia theme. This is Dupre's Princess Leia theme.
2: Assuming <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah Does that make him the Leia da, of the movie? Da, da, <laughs> da, 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 da. I think it makes <laughs> Professor Perry
0: the Leia of the movie. They did oh. just rescue him. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you a little short
4: for a turtle?
0: He also didn't necessarily want rescuing. Mm. <laughs> He's kind of curmudgeonly. Leia's a little curmudgeonly in the first movie. All yeah, but,
4: right. he, but he didn't want to jump in the garbage chute. little true. short
0: for a foot soldier. <laughs> that's, that's true. Chris, you're, you got a good yeah. point there on that one. This is just
2: Star Wars.
4: Yeah. I was, yes. He's wearing white.
2: <laughs> well, I wanted to point something out real quick. Um, when they're all kind of walking down... Mikey's guiding Perry down this ladder and for some reason, like walking him through each step to take out loud. Like, <laughs> do we need this? Does Perry need this? Does anybody need this?
4: He's it's,
1: shocked.
2: Uh, I don't know, but a
3: seeing eye turtle would be the worst service animal.
1: Oh, so bad.
2: It kind of goes back to what, uh, what Ralph was saying, how they were almost afraid to have, turtles not talking in this movie yeah
0: yeah that's a good point or not doing something like I, i i do appreciate the fact that michelangelo look he's sort of the most fleshed out of the turtles as far as personality and character goes i think um and he gets to be sort of gentle and kind here which is a side of mikey that we see a lot in like the 2012 cartoon um but we don't always get a ton of in the films. There's the moment where he cries around the fire in the first movie. Um, but this is kind of like sensitive Mikey helping the older gentleman. Like I, I kind of appreciate the character moment. Yeah, that's he's, all he's a
4: nice title. <laughs> yeah. Well,
3: I've, uh, I've actually said a, a lot of times on our podcast, because I bring up Ninja Turtles a lot, as you can imagine <laughs> that, um, I, I always saw the turtles as kind of like parts of a whole, And I kind of stole this from something I heard Dan Aykroyd say about the Ghostbusters, but it also applies here, like you've you've said before. Adam, are you
2: listening? Yeah. I'm listening.
3: (laughs) But uh, Leonardo's the eyes, Donatello's the brain, Raph's the mouth, and Michelangelo's the heart. And the heart part kind of gets driven home more in the IDW and the Mirage comic books, not so much in the movies. But here you're kind of seeing him be that
0: gentler Michelangelo. I, I like that concept. I would make an adjustment. <laughs> okay. I think that Donnie ends up being the mouth in this movie.
1: Yeah. Way oh, absolutely. more than in the he's... movie they're
3: they're reversed. Like this whole B plot that he has going about wondering where they came from feels more like an IDW Michelangelo thing to me. Because yeah. in in the comic books, Donatello is just kind of like, you know, he's kind of kinda, kinda He's like an atheist, and you know, even though they've met several gods, he's like, you know, there's no purpose <laughs> to anything, and science is. R- he's kind of like, like Rick from Rick and Morty. He's yeah. like, there's no purpose to anything. Science is random. Yeah.
2: But here, here he's just kind of like, but there has to be more. Like he's like looking for an religion ah! in, in this in this group of minutes.
0: Yeah, <laughs> this whole. Storyline feels really shoehorned in here, and we heard, we got the taste of it several minutes back in the I must have been in the teens or something when they're on the rooftop, and Splinter's talking, and Donnie is the the one who's most vocal about figuring out where they came from, and it's sort of been on the back burner up until this minute, and this section that you're on for here today, Kevin, it's like the main focus of these three minutes is Donatello's angst over his creation, and I just. I don't really buy it. It doesn't feel genuine. (laughs) It doesn't feel natural. It
2: feels really like after the fact.
1: Yeah. It's
2: interesting to me, though, because like most people don't really get to know their own creation story. (laughs) (laughs) Dottie learns his and then is just immediately dissatisfied.
1: It's kind of like, well, it's kind of like my. my, Oh, oh, go go ahead. Go ahead. I, I was, was gonna just going to say. Gonna say d- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Wait. Ready?
2: <laughs> Rachel, tag
1: in. Your okay. turn. It's like when my parents told me I wasn't necessarily planned, and I was just like, "Okay, I can accept oh, yeah. that." What do I do with that <laughs> yeah. information? Yeah.
0: Oh my god! I've been an accident for as long as I can remember. Yeah, I
1: was absolutely an oops baby.
0: Yeah. Aww. High five, oops baby. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Hashtag was- oops babies. <laughs> yeah,
1: babies.
3: I was just going to say that I, I wonder what more Donatello was expecting. in the first movie, he seems pretty content with that they were turtles that crawled into some ooze on the floor. I don't think he should have assumed there was any more divine purpose behind his creation, you know, so
0: Well, I mean, that is partially, you know, a result of this Donatello not being the same Donatello from the yeah. first movie. They're just they're characterized totally differently. But I
3: think that's um, part of why you're not buying it, is is what I'm yeah. saying, is like it's oh, it's
4: yeah. out of I, nowhere. I, I, yeah. It's like I, I can imagine Donatello like sitting on the couch and reading Cosmos. <laughs> and I was I was even gonna and, say earlier that Donatello from the first movie,
0: to go back to what you're saying a minute ago, Kevin. I would almost say that Donnie from the first movie was the eyes. He was sort of always watching what everyone else was doing and observing. Mm-hmm. Um, so like that that turtle has done some different things in different movies. And, you know, yeah, you're right. I, I just
1: don't buy it. Donatello <laughs> understands science. A lot of science is accidental. Like penicillin was an accident.
0: Do you like penicillin on your pizza? True.
1: Like a lot. A lot of scientific experiments are just like, oh, I okay. We have penicillin now. Like we have mutant turtles now. Yeah.
4: Oh, look, I've died of radium poisoning.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So he should understand that while there's no divine intervention in their creation, like, you know.
0: Would it have made more sense to make like Raph the one who wants to know or even Leo? Like, I think Leo might have been the logical choice.
1: Yeah, I think probably Raph. Raph yeah. seems to have more depth than well not necessarily in this movie but in the first movie he had more depth. He had this inner turmoil about him. We don't see that much here.
2: Yeah, but he has that kind of like big whoop attitude in this one.
1: Yeah. I'm I'm curious if Raph
0: is more like an in the moment type. Like he's clearly very connected to Splinter and is very, you know, emotional about his his present situation. Like whatever whatever's going on in his life now to me you know i feel like leo would be the more logical choice to to think about like heritage and destiny and things like that but that's just me i don't know it's not donnie i think i agree with that Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so the splinter puppet looks great (laughs) we get this moment of the turtles talking and uh they part ways after another sort of every turtle has to say something moment,
2: which and get, I am and sh- getting tired of. By yeah, way.
0: It, it, yeah, it's when you watch this one minute at a time, man. Yeah. It's it does it's seem hard like to they're, they're
4: they're generally generally they're genuinely afraid of silence. They have to fill the void because they're concerned that you know if the, if the puppet just sits there and doesn't say something to help you suspend your disbelief, you're suddenly going to say, "Oh, look at that puppet."
3: It's funny the red letter media guys brought up the same thing about that new Ghostbusters movie. Is it's the same thing? They were like afraid to have anything, any joke stick for a few seconds without somebody speaking yeah. up. So it's a problem that hasn't gone away in some some respects. I think
0: it's gotten worse in more modern media. I think the, yeah. the attention span of the average American consumer is probably way shorter, and thus needs more jokes per minute.
4: Well, I mean like a part of that is not um, – a part of that sort of change in the way comedy is shot is, is uh, that we've gotten more and more away from the idea of giving people room to laugh, like having the laugh line, which is itself um, a holdover from performing live. Um, there's something to be said for comedy that doesn't wait for you to finish laughing before something else happens. So that way there is actually value in rewatching it later and be like, oh, I missed that, that, uh, that riposte last time I watched and was too busy laughing.
2: Well, there's, I- there's plenty of great classic comedies that don't let you breathe. Like airplane is a really good example. <laughs> we're like, in, there's in airplane, so many, they do,
3: they do more of, uh, I, how do I say it? It's like more, not yes. ending, but it's like, they're adding to the joke that's there. Whereas st- stuff like this is like trying to throw four separate jokes in four separate directions.
2: Well, yeah, it sounds like the writer's room. Like they're, they were, they were in a writer's room trying to come up with the best joke for that part and they were like well we have four turtles so we'll just do all of them yeah i well the problem so so airplane to me reminds me of vaudeville the same
0: way the muppets do and that kind of like really quick like one after another kind of smart humor um but every line is golden whereas in something like this it feels like you're just repeating the same joke four times yeah yeah
3: or you're not even saying a joke you just feel like all four need to talk like, like you were saying with with him talking down the stairs like each step.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like like some celebrities in their contract, they, they have to have like X number of minutes of screen time. That's kind of what this feels like. It's like, well, Johnny hasn't said anything in five minutes, so give him a line.
0: The turtles all have very, very
2: explicit contract writers. <laughs> but absolutely no anchovies. No anchovies.
4: Michelangelo <laughs> only wants green gummies. <laughs>
2: Raphael storms away to his
3: trailer
0: every day.
4: <laughs>
0: um but anyway, the Splinter puppet looks great. We we get that shot of the turtles parting and it focuses on Splinter. And anytime there's a shot of Splinter standing full bodied, I'm very impressed. It just looks good, and I'm curious as to how they pull it off, because you do not see any puppeteers, yet the puppet is moving. Is it a person in a suit?
1: Hmm.
2: They might be hiding just right behind it, Yeah, because it's a static shot. True.
1: And you know, it, the, the legs might just be attached to the torso and there's like a hole in his back.
2: Also, his knees might be at like shoulder level. A, a lot of the times when you're dealing with puppets, um the set is built up, like, up on stilts, basically. True. So the puppeteers kind of have room. So there could be a little bit of that going on. Because he does look like he's taller than the scenery around him.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, we get another great David Warner reaction shot when he sees Splinter. And his Ooh. face is frozen for just a split second. And then he kind of blinks his way back into consciousness.
2: I, I.
1: How funny would it be if he just start, started screaming or just fainted. And ran away? <laughs> I feel like this is, this clo- is too much for me.
2: <laughs> this is the closest to fainting Perry gets.
1: <laughs> I like, was gonna like, ask. I lost Adam,
2: my train of thought for a moment. That's never happened.
0: I was gonna ask: Is this just the payoff to a two movie long gag? <laughs> like yeah, everyone a two movie that's long. Ever met
2: Splinter?
1: Yeah. Has fainted. Until now. Yeah. And we're
2: at the third one, so it's a, a two-movie-long rule of threes. Yeah. Did not you? I
3: mean, after seeing faint? the Turtles, oh, Toga, no, no. Razor, yeah. at, at that point, he should be like, oh, yeah, wait, no, Casey that looks did about right
0: <laughs> Yeah, so this is the, the least K-no, weird dude. thing he's seen all day. Yeah. yeah. It also, to me, illustrates how uh, cerebral he is, that he's able to just sort of look at this thing and then reason his way through it and not be caught that off guard by it.
2: Or I think we just found his train of thought here. He's just like, oh, my oh my God, a giant rat. You know what? Not the weirdest thing I've seen today. Everything just came together in that one blink.
0: <laughs> uh, I enjoy the cut straight into the origin explanation. It feels like we've skipped ahead a little bit of time here, and I appreciate that they skip ahead a little bit here and don't give us the entire uh, interaction with the turtles and Perry because we don't need it as the audience. But we do get some some information that we didn't get in earlier origins. He starts talking about the TGRI lab and how crude it was. Sure, okay. And and then this is where Donatello starts protesting too much.
3: The labs were crude. We just threw radiation everywhere. You know,
4: it was. The we didn't 70s. even wear seatbelts. <laughs> it was the seventies in New York. We were really, really high. <laughs> To be honest,
0: I spent most of the time at Studio 54. I don't even remember this ooze you're talking about.
2: We were just (laughs) really perfecting a way to pollute the entire Earth with plastic. Yeah. Like, we were just on the cusp of
3: (laughs) ruining the planet. We just got rid of this Captain Planet guy.
4: (laughs) 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 Ready to loot and plunder.
0: Uh... The more I see Donatello walking around, the more I can't stop seeing Robbie from Dinosaurs. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's getting steadily, not worse, but more evident as the movie goes on.
3: It's on Hulu right now, by the way. I know in <gasps> one episode you asked. Yeah.
0: I did. It is. Oh, thank God. We have to go back and watch that. Mm. Listen for our new podcast, Dinosaurs <laughs> Minute. <laughs> no, 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 no. no, no. no. <laughs> Well, fine. I didn't want to do it with you guys anyway. All right, fine.
4: <laughs> well, fine. Has fine, anybody, has fine. anybody, has anybody been, um, well, I don't want to say dumb, but uh, foolhardy enough to uh, to try and take on a TV show by minute? Oh my God!
2: I've been playing no, around no, with the idea of doing Looney Tunes.
0: <laughs> that would be by minute or by.
2: I haven't figured it out yet.
1: Yeah, I mean by episode that wouldn't be bad. All right. Well, Adam is it Colin Dibs by so. short or something? That that one's still in the lab,
2: because <laughs> I could talk about those animators all day. It's <laughs> oh, whatever
4: yeah. whatever lab it is, it must be crude back then. Yeah, right. It's <laughs> gonna be a terrible. I'm still working on accident. that giant
2: panel of blinking switches. Yeah, <laughs> yes.
0: So as we already talked about, this is the part of the minute where Donnie just starts, you know, nah. whining, complaining that his origin is not as significant as he'd like it to be. I gotta and- be special. The only thing I, I can think of- I wanted the president to dump the ooze. <laughs> is that <laughs> this must be to Donnie what finding out her parents were drunk tra- junk traders were to Ray in mm. Star Wars. <laughs> oh. That's going like, to get we'll retconned. We'll see if that sticks. Yeah, that's,
1: that's, that's, that's not going to stick. Yeah, it's getting retconned.
0: Um, listen, for a year, everyone's like- Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. but like, J- oh.
1: It, It's pretty
4: clear J.J. J. Abrams didn't mean that. And uh, no. this, this whole thing of- Passing it off from one person to another and letting them change whatever they wanted. I well, we'll we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see yeah, what it happens. It was a plan
3: from day one for sure.
0: <laughs> Do we like the fact that Perry is observant enough to remember all the turtles' names? Hmm.
2: Well, I like that it it fills in a little bit of a gap because we kind of have that smash cut of him just having heard the origin story. So right. it kind of reminds us that yes, he's been filled in on the details.
0: Which is a good little bit of writing. It's a tiny little detail, yeah. but it's
2: a very well-used
0: uh, writing trick to if sort of fill the audience in. only they their
3: initials in. on their belt buckles still.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> the sad part is Professor Perry's colorblind, so. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> uh, but that kind of brings us to the end of the minute. Did anyone else have anything they wanted to bring up for this one?
4: I need to get out the sleeping bags. This is going to be an awesome sleepover.
0: It does look like it's going to be a fun slumber party. I want to live in that sewer. Uh, remember, please take a listen to Kevin over on the Page Turners podcast. Is there a website for that, Kevin? Yes, it's
3: pageturners at libsen.com. You can also find us on Twitter, Page Pod. And we have a Facebook group, much like you guys, Page Turners, a comic book group.
0: And uh, for us at TMNT Minute on all the social media things, check our Facebook page, and please send us your Turtle Fan Minute, one minute of audio discussing this movie, your opinions, your thoughts, your feelings. We will put it on our Friday show. Uh, For the crew here at Ninja Turtles Minute, I'm Scott, they are those guys, and we will see you on Tuesday. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye -bye. Bye-bye.
4: Kawabunga! is it?